0: You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, to celebrate the, the non-horror show that is this pay-per-view special, it is none other than the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how are you doing, my man? Oh, Jesus, my cat. He's jumped up on my table. <laughs> Mikey, go. <laughs>
1: Why? Who says it can't be a horror show, Ryan? We could we can make it as scary as we want to make it.
0: I like how because we have like you know we in our universe the COVID has not existed, uh, mm-hmm. but like um not, none of us have chosen to do any of these like movie esque <laughs> matches
1: because they're hard to do.
0: None of none of us has done a, a swamp
1: fight a swamp fight a swamp match because we still have the uh we still have the benefit of the fans
0: we still have the benefit of the fans we don't we don't need movie cameras we got the fans
1: they don't even use movie cameras it looks like they use the same cameras they use when they film regular stuff
0: they just that's probably more accurate
1: uh yeah so I uh, wish they would get movie cameras to do the cinematic matches it would make it a hundred times better
0: pop in with like a red 4k camera right like get like
1: it's not like you don't have the money for it like shit
0: great point great <laughs> great point there's no reason not to shoot it cinematically besides just like ease i don't even know if it's ease
1: i mean you say. just fired a bunch of people so clearly you have a bunch of money there
0: <laughs> well M- mikey we i think i think it's pretty unfact fact that all that money was need for need for the bonuses need for corporate bonuses this year how else would um. they want to get their corporate bonuses
1: Oh yeah, how else are those execs going to get paid? How are they going to ever eat?
0: How else will I eat my my meat? What is it, meat cubes? No, What is it use the better impression?
1: Uh, The the, the beef wraps.
0: (laughs) How else will I get my beef wraps?
1: Somebody get me a beef wrap.
0: Well, speaking of beef wraps, we're starting this episode a little salty. So uh let's let's get into the actual love that is uh booking professional wrestling. You know, th- we've been building Not
1: a show over here. It's a love show. Extreme yep. rules, feel the love. <laughs>
0: Man, if we did extreme rules in February, that'd be perfect. <laughs> uh yeah, so we've been building towards extreme rules, Mikey, for another five weeks or so. You know, it's another another year, another extreme rules. We've got a bunch of matches that are very almost all of the matches have some sort of extreme quality to them. Mm-hmm. Um I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely excited for this year. And I think I I mean I guess we're also slightly biased naturally. But legitimately I think this might be one of the best cards we've ever put together
1: yeah this is definitely an awesome pay-per-view and i'm excited to share it with the world
0: yeah i am i am straight up excited, as it were over here um so thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of hit the books of course you know this is the pay-per-view special like we said of extreme rules but of course you know if you d and if you knew i should say if you're new here if you're new to extreme rules not extreme rules if you're new to, you're hit new the to books, extreme rules if you do Extreme Rules, it's a pay-per-view where they do extreme <laughs> rules. They have matches that have weapons and whatnot. That's basically the premise. But the premise of this show is that every week Mikey and I uh basically do our own version of GM mode, but it's a week to week, you know, booking all of the matches, segments, promos, r- doing all that stuff. And uh, you know, doing it well, I hope to say, I guess. But I guess I only know if we're doing it well if our audience uh votes in those polls and on our Twitter page, Mikey, and tell us if we are doing well or not.
1: Or well, at least us reviews on iTunes. I guess that's also
0: true. You can do that as well. But uh, you're here listening to Extreme Rules, and you want to know, you've been listening for the past couple weeks, and you want to know, you know, we've been building to this pay-per-view for a long time. And like I said on the last episode, for me, this is a very important pay-per-view. Uh, going, because this, uh, Mikey, it should be said, this, this the next pay-per-view after Extreme Rules is SummerSlam. So you know we're right around the corner. So at least for me, I'm this is like my big start starting build to SummerSlam.
1: Rolling into one uh, the Big 5. Yeah,
0: we're going we're going straight into that. But of course we got Extreme Rules first, Mikey. Uh thoughts on Extreme Rules as a concept for a pay-per-view? How do you you know, it's another one of those gimmick pay-per-views, but how do you feel about
1: it? It's I realized that extreme rules matches are just glorified no DQ matches. Yes. I don't I remember
0: like a couple years ago WWE put out like an actual press release stating what was the difference between like extreme rules matches and no DQ matches? No DQ match? Yeah. I and and like um unsanctioned matches and uh
1: they all seem the same, are they not? No holds barred matches.
0: I think like part of the difference is like whether or not you can use rope breaks. Um, And of course the unsanctioned matches like, Oh, it's because our place doesn't, we we are not in charge of it. And I think like no holds barred is the one where you can't use rope breaks or something, but there's something about extreme difference between extreme rules, matches and no disqualification matches. I just not entirely
1: positive what that may be. (sighs) Uh, I looked up what's the difference between Extreme Rules and No Holds Bard and it says Extreme Rules has a weapon wheel and pins and submissions done in the ring. No Holds Barred has no weapon wheel and still has pins and submissions done in the ring. Well, there
0: you go. As, as we all know when we're watching wrestling, uh, when some sort of wrestler goes underneath the ring apron, a weapon wheel pops up. And <laughs> I which... mean,
1: it's funny because it's just for the WWE games, right? Like, that's what... Someone did, but like it's just so funny to think about that in real life context. It's just like when they go into the ring, it's just like, hmm, and then like on the titan drum, like a weapon wheel pops up,
0: yeah, like Baron. Oh
1: my
0: god, that would be
1: Cyber Sunday, baby. He would bring it back.
0: That would be like, like a choose your own adventure. That's like such a high concept for like a wrestling actual live wrestling show. Like, if we ran like an indie Mikey. We do is like this match is a choose your own adventure match where the wrestlers are going to do it but like when they go into the apron the audience has to quickly decide what weapon they take out
1: you have like like we have a minute it, it, like they have like a minute like a minute to decide on the poll. this sounds like an awful
0: <laughs> this match is going to take 30 minutes just for anything to happen
1: a- no wonder it hasn't been done yet <laughs>
0: Well, but it's not going to happen here. Uh, do you want to... We have Obviously, we've been talking Extreme Rules. Do Are you sure? Run...
1: We, we still have a few matches with no uh, stipulations. That's we true. Can we can them, add it now. We out. can make them a choose-your-own-adventure match. That
0: is true. Uh, well, let's let's run down the card for this pay-per-view, Mikey, for this Extreme Rules card. And if you want to, at last second, change it to it or choose your own adventure. I guess that's up to you. Oh, of course. Uh, right. Yeah, you want to start off and we'll switch back and forth?
1: Yep. First match of the pre-show is Ruby Riot with Undisputed Era versus Charlotte Flair in a no-disqualification match
0: second match of the pre-show is Daniel Bryan versus Andrade, and just a straight-up singles.
1: After that, we have the Street Profits versus One Nation for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in a ladder match, opening up Extreme Rules.
0: Yeah, baby. Then next up, we got another tag match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. The Golden Goddesses, not the Golden Goddesses, the Genetic Goddesses, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, a name I have not come up with in any capacity.
1: After that, we have Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunne in a United States Championship match, which is going to be a chairs match.
0: After that, we have a fatal four-way for the Raw Tag Team Championships, where it's going to be the Disciples, the team of Dave Mastiff and Buddy Murphy, or yes, just Murphy, against the Usos, against LLC, Bobby Lashley, and Cesaro, versus the champs,
1: The New Day. After that, we have Braun Strowman versus Randy Orton for the Universal Championship.
0: Next, we will have a triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship, The Miz versus Sheamus versus the champion, John Morrison.
1: After that, we have Roman Reigns versus The Fiend in an Inferno match.
0: I cannot wait for that one. Uh, Next up, we got a tables match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bayley versus
1: Asuka. And then after that, we have The Demon versus Drew McIntyre in an Extreme Rules match.
0: And then finally, in your main event, it will be WWE Champion Brock Lenzer taking on the challenger Keith Lee. Big, big pay-per-view matches here, Mikey. I'm so lots excited. Of
1: stipulations for yeah, sure. Lots yeah. of items.
0: Lots of items. Lots of stipulations. I'm definitely excited for this card. So why not we get into it? Uh, so let's you know, let's just get straight into it, Mikey. Let's talk about it. Pre-show, you got Ruby Riot. With members of the era, because let's not forget, Ruby Riot's in undisputed era versus mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair, no disqualification match. What is happening in this match? Tell me about it.
1: So this match uh, kind of got started because of last week where they, uh, actually Charlotte Flair won, but then Ruby Riot jumped Charlotte from behind and challenged her to a match to try to dethrone the queen. Um, and I think this match has other stipulate has other um, not stipulations um, uh, can have other results too as in like who who might who might be next to challenge Bailey or Asuka depending on who wins this match for the SmackDown women's title. Um and it's a big match and I just thought it would be a good addition because I have one extra spot. Uh and like in this it. match in this match Charlotte Flair takes home the victory. Again. Again. Remaining the queen taking on all of Era and Ruby Riot. So coming t- on top.
0: Tell me about Era. Who who of undisputed Era is there? The squad, <laughs> all four?
1: They well yeah okay. So it, can, it probably can't be all four, or else that would be ridiculous. Um, I I like to say it's just. Let's just say it's just Cole and Roger Strong.
0: Okay, so Ruby Riot with Cole and Strong gets out smarted, outworked by Flair.
1: I like to think, at one point, Flair takes out Cole and Strong.
0: <laughs> I like to imagine she definitely puts uh, one of them into a figure eight.
1: Yeah, or does like the moonsault off the top onto all of them. Oh, that even
0: even better. Do that as well. Okay, Charlotte Flair gets the win here. Not necessarily a number one contenders match, but definitely like you know, definitely
1: has those implications for sure.
0: Yeah, it has the 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 stakes or whatnot in there. You know, yeah. whether it be medium or some sort of rare ver- variety, mm-hmm. I love it. I, I think it's a. I like the pick. I I, I like it. I think I like it. <laughs> I don't, I don't have any I think I don't, You think you like it? I don't have any big. T- I mean, there's there's part of me where I'm like, I really, I'm a big fan of Ruby Riot. So I wish she got the win here, mm-hmm. especially with Era on her side, but you're pushing flair so i get that you know you you flair lost the tournament so you need to build up flair a little bit as well and there is something to say that it wasn't this weren't they weren't these women they were on the same side of the bracket when you were doing that women's tournament weren't they
1: yes i believe so
0: i believe because i believe they both lost to bailey yes i want to say i'm not positive i believe that's the case they did both lose to bailey so yeah, you get that uh, you know nice follow up as well. I think it makes sense why you did it, and I, I can see where you're going potentially. Mm-hmm. Well, want to talk the next match, Mikey?
1: Next up, uh, next up, we have a match between Daniel Bryan and Andrade with Zelina Vega. Ryan, who do you have in that match?
0: Well, uh, obviously, you know, you know, like the reason we're throwing it back to each other is that Mikey and I have been booking SmackDown and Raw. Uh, respectively. So Mikey Smacked and I'm Raw. So this is a Raw match here to open up the pre-show. Daniel Bryan versus Andrade. Past couple weeks uh, Daniel Bryan recently sort of kind of turned back to face when he's saying that, you know, he's sort of looking to help the younger talent uh, similarly to what he did with The Pure but obviously The Pure all fell apart for various reasons Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) out of our control. And um And, you know, he's sort of turning a face in that regard. Uh, Then there was a little bit of uh, action where he uh, upset Andrade. And then there was another, on top of that, uh, Brian helping Miz uh, win the match last Friday, which allowed Miz into the IC title match later tonight. And Andrade did not get it, so this match became permanent and set up for here. Mikey, I want to tell you right now, Daniel Bryan's winning it. Ooh, nice. And he's going to win it. In like two minutes with a small package. Whoa. Flash, quick win. Dana Bryan wins it. Two minutes of a small package. Uh, I bet
1: Andrade's not happy about that. Yes,
0: Mr. Small Package gets it done in the ring. Andrade, of course, gets mad following the match and beats down Bryan a lot. You know, this is Extreme Rules after all, so chairs, chairs and all. Yep. Uh, really going after him, but someone's going to make that save. Who's going to make? Who's going to be? Who's who is it, it going to be, Mikey? I'll, I'll tell you this much: it's going to be Shorty G runs Shorty out to make G. the save.
1: Interesting.
0: Which, if you don't know, now you know was a I had scheduled down here was a return for Shorty G, um, for this pay per view because Shorty G many moons ago was injured for ten weeks.
1: <laughs> many moons ago yes
0: 10 weeks ago i believe at one of the pay-per-views i want to say it would have been money in the bank probably i'm going back in money in the bank lore yes at that number one contenders battle royal shorty g was injured so Indeed. He, he has returned and he is saving daniel bryan uh after this very quick win all right all right yeah so so daniel bryan gets the win charlotte flair get the win in the po in the pre-show but of course, let's move on into the main card, folks. Main card of extreme rules.
1: The main show. If you're not paying for WWE Network, you're not getting this one, folks. Of course, Unless, of course, it's your first month.
0: Of course not. How dare ye? <laughs> Can we start talking like? What if we just, as a society, just started talking like pirates? A vast. Like, <laughs> like, like a vast, like a vast matey, like. But now, but we didn't do like the 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 the. Uh, stereotypical like voice we just like added words like yeah so i i you know i went to my matey's house and you know i went to his yield just, like,
1: just like randomly threw in some words yeah
0: just like said matey like, or ye
1: ah uh, yeah he was such a land lover that day
0: god god i was like let's go to the beach and he's like no and i was like jesus what a land lover you right? know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying matey? uh vast you know hi <laughs> <Aye>. perfect <laughs> Uh, let's move into the first match on the main card. Mikey, you have set up here for SmackDown, SmackDown tag team championship hung up. Not, I was going to say the rafters, but just hung up a little bit above the ring, 15 or 20 feet or so (laughs) in a ladder match. You got one nation, the champs defending their titles against the profits of the street, street profits,
1: the profits of the street,
0: Dawkins and Ford,
1: the street profits. Yes. So this match came about when, Uh, One Nation started talking smack about heavy machinery and Street Profits having uh, their respect for heavy machinery decided to come in and defend them and it turned into a big rivalry where they've been going back and forth for weeks. Um, And on the go-home show, the Street Profits decided to challenge One Nation to a ladder match Mm -hmm. for those titles. Mm -hmm. And in this match, One Nation is going to come out on top yet again and retain their championships and part of my reasoning as to why yes, pl- please
0: explain because I'm I'm interested why.
1: Part of my reasoning as to why is because Angela Dawkins has a nagging injury, ah. and he is in a hardcore match.
0: Ah, so I that is a great point, Mikey. Uh, l- l- want to talk about what? What is the na- so you know part of the show? Part of the gimmick of this show, folks at home, if you're new, is that we uh, have this sort of randomizer that each week the audience votes and to see what happens. We sort of add add different things that could randomly happen like injuries. so a couple weeks ago mikey got a nagging injury on a superstar was dawkins mikey what does that mean what what does it mean with angela dawkins have, have a nagging injury
1: it means that he had a, he got an injury but it wasn't too bad um so he could keep wrestling in regular matches but if he is in a hardcore match or if an injury does happen the nagging injury comes up and what that is since he's in a hardcore match like a ladder match he is now going to be out for, I believe, two weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> Dawkins out for three weeks. Was that? One, two, three. He can't return until, yeah, show number four for our docket. He can still be back for SummerSlam, but he's, he's definitely gone for a little bit. Yeah. I, I guess that makes sense. I guess in terms of, like, a... Uh, you know, you knowing knowingly going into the the match with profits Potential, you know, Angela Dawkins being injured, I think it was a good idea
1: probably keep the titles off of one nation.
0: I mean th- these yeah, guys have been... like, go
1: ahead. I like having the titles on one nation still as well because I wanted them to have a more dominant run. I don't want them to just have it for a, a couple like a pay per view and then lose it. Um, I thought it would make more sense for them to have a more dominant run after all the build we've given them.
0: Yeah, I would say that One Nation One Nation Street Profits have been feuding for a little while now, like sort of on the down low. Mm-hmm. Um and they I feel like they've been doing a really good job of being sort of dominant champions. I would argue that this might potentially be like their defining win. You know, their fighting defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because this is like a big I mean, maybe a bigger defining defense would be like era you know a, you know a very popular well-known team like that mm-hmm. um but i i would say in terms of the history of the show street profits and one nation i think that's a solid defense on their part they're racking up and they, and they are they basically the entire premise of one nation anyways i mean was to be like hey we are worth more than we're being given so we're going to take mm-hmm. we're just going to take what we deserve yeah and them being dominant champions is proving that they were worth more. Mm-hmm. Which I like. I like that. I like that. I think it was a good... I So what basically what I, basically what I'm trying to say, Mikey, is I thought that was a good choice.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you think it was a good choice.
0: You're sacrificing Dawkins a little bit, but I think it's a solid choice to have One Nation get the win here.
1: Yeah. Anyway, next up, let's talk about the Women's Tag Team Championship match between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, the Genetic Goddesses, Versus Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Ryan, let's hear it.
0: Yeah, so uh, the women's tag team champions of Morgan and Ripley defending their titles against Bliss, you know, Raw women's champion Bliss and Nia Jax. And uh, additionally, Mikey, there's that added stipulation here that if Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley defeat you know, and are successful in the retention of those tag team championships, then uh, Morgan and Ripley can each individually challenge alexa bliss for the raw women's championship
1: nice big so more stakes on this than just the titles
0: yes there's more stakes than just the titles this was if you don't remember this was a sort of stipulation that they were able to add two weeks ago uh, after Mm -hmm. a contract signing um where ripley defeated nia Jax to get that Uh, stipulation added so yeah so they're both looking you know Morgan and Ripley are not only looking to defend their titles but they're looking for you know for even more they're looking to get a potential shot at the Raw Women's Championship and I'll tell you what Mikey they got it (gasps) whoa Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley uh, win they retain their titles not only that Morgan pins Nia Jax to, to do it so Bliss is protected slightly but mm-hmm. uh, you know Morgan Ripley still pick up the win, so that means at some point they are going to uh, go after Alexa Bliss's Raw Women's Championship. When? I like it? Uh, I do not know. I'm not a Liv Morgan or Rita Ripley, so I do not know exactly. I'm, I'm, them, I'm, I'm just the Booker. I do know when one is taking place, and I'm that's all I'm saying on the matter. And moving on. Sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next. Next up, we got the chairs match between Samoa Joe and Pete Dunn for the United States Championship, uh, which got built up after a while now. Uh, Pete Dunn has been kind of trying to get on Samoa Joe's radar because Samoa Joe didn't really acknowledge Pete Dunn as a threat. Uh, Pete Dunn has battled for weeks and finally beat Samoa Joe in a match to win his opportunity into this – to win his number one contendership for this match um and finally getting on Samoa Joe's radar mm-hmm. and upping the extremeness because it is extreme rules and Pete Dunne wanted to make it a chairs match cuz why and, not? Cause why yeah, not? Yeah, cuz why not? Why not? Just beat each other to death with some chair.
0: It is extreme rules. After a certain point you're just like I look, I can't explain every single match stipulation here. I just got Sometimes
1: sometimes you just need a little bit of extreme to happen. Perfect. Just a little bit.
0: Just just a little bit.
1: Just a little bit.
0: What's the, what's the result? Who is Samoa Joe retaining his title, or is Pete Dunne becoming a crowning, uh, invading the United States and becoming a new U.S. champion?
1: The result is Pete Dunne taking home the victory. Whoa, really? And winning the United States Championship after hitting Samoa Joe with a bitter end onto a chair.
0: Oh dang, that's huge! Honestly, holy crap, that's huge. Pete oh, Dunne yeah. getting the win
1: here. Pete Dunne getting the win here and becoming the new United States champion.
0: Got a title change in everything well congrats mm-hmm. to the pete dunn um why what explain here mikey why are you putting the title on pete dunn
1: i like pete dunn a lot uh <laughs> number one <laughs> i think yeah, he number one pete dunn's great number two uh throughout this whole push i feel like I, i've really been uh building up pete dunn and i've really been building up the fact that samoa joe was underestimating him and mm-hmm. the fact and i think this match is a result. The match result is a is a direct result of Samoa Joe underestimating Pete Dunn still and not really taking him seriously, and Pete Dunne took advantage of that and ended up winning this match.
0: I I also think there's this idea that like Samoa Joe has had solid United States Championship defenses since earning back the gold. What mm-hmm. like uh, I forget what pay per view it was. Did he win it back at WrestleMania? I don't remember when when we when Samoa he...
1: Joe won the Samoa Joe won the United States Championship the day, the Smackdown after WrestleMania once we split.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. So he won it Samoa then. Joe's
1: been the United States Champion since we since we since we split up the two brands.
0: Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, he has this might be his fourth title defense. I want to say like he is he is solid in these defenses as well. I'm trying to look it up real quickly. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, he won it in the first episode. Then he defended it against Jeff Hardy and you know, won. Defended it against Kevin Owens at Money in the Bank. Um, defended it against Kevin Owens again uh, last week. And, in the Go Home show. And defended it against uh, someone else at Backlash. Um, so he's he's I think this is like his fourth or fifth defense. Yeah, he, he maybe maybe there is something to say that Kevin Owens uh, did quite the number on Samoa Joe on that go home show. Mm-hmm. He he wasn't he wasn't fully prepared. So maybe is, not. But yeah, I like I like it. Pete Dunn, uh, we've been high on since the beginning, obviously. But now, if I'm not mistaken, Pete Dunn is a former world heavyweight champion, former United States champ or current United States champion. Now he just needs some tag team gold, maybe, and uh, and then he's
1: he done, he on his way to becoming like a grand slam. Yes,
0: slowly but surely, going that career way. I like it. Well, then let's move into the next match, which is our mid, uh, not not even middle of show. We're almost there. It's that fatal four way for the Raw tag team championships. Mikey, uh, we got uh, the Disciples versus the New Day versus the Usos versus LLC. With of course, I should say Lana in their corner, always in their corner. I wrote Lane and not Lana on my scorecard. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so this is this is a sort of a uh, a feud that's been bubbling over for the past several months. Of course, it started with uh, the Disciples versus the New Day, where the New Day won the titles. Then Seth Rollins introduced the New Disciples and Dave Mastiff, making Mastiff and Murphy the New Disciples there. Uh, plus the Usos were sort of feuding with LLC before the Usos. Uh, I believe one of the is- Usos got injured, if I'm not mistaken, or something happened. I f- don't remember. But mm-hmm. uh, before that all went down, and then the Usos come back. LLC said they wanted some gold, so so it's become a whole chaotic, you know, chaotic thing here. But obviously we have this fatal four way, uh, and I will say, Mikey, that there is a new champion. A new champion? A new champion has been crowned.
1: Whom's may that be?
0: Whom's may that be indeed, and that answer is Mikey, Mastiff, and Murphy.
1: Whoa, Mastiff getting gold shortly after his debut.
0: Yes, so debuting, 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 De- Um, what, roughly five weeks
1: ago? Yeah, already even, a little over a month. Dave Mastiff has been on Raw.
0: Matt, a little, yeah, a little over a month. Dave Mastiff already has gold around his waist. Um, so good on Mastiff here. Uh, you gotta respect it. They did mm-hmm. pin the New Day to get the win. So good for them as well here. Pinning the New Day.
1: Uh, Whoa. the New Day. Big, I can't get over that. It's a big win. I was expecting LLC or, or the New Day, honestly, to retain.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I'm going with the disciples here. Uh, I'm, I'm putting the titles back on them, and part of the reason I'm going, I'm turning back on them, Mikey, is you know we're we're a booking show, so we can reveal these results. But part of the reason I'm putting the titles back on them is that I have plans for SummerSlam, so I need to get the titles on them now so that SummerSlam makes sense. Um. Uh, additionally, that's one of the reasons why I. So originally, when I thought of this match and the Summerslam match like months ago, I was not going to have the disciples lose their titles at all. But when it came to uh, when it came to backlash, I was sort of sitting here and I was like, "Well, there's been a lot of good promos," and I say this because I've written the promos. A lot of good stuff leading into it. So, I, and Kofi's return and Woods's return and all this stuff. So I was like, "I need to have like a big." Thing. So I was like, well, I'm just going to give it to New Day. I'm going to give the titles a New Day backlash. That was a decision made that day of recording mm-hmm. uh, was to give the titles to, back to uh, the New Day. So then, you know, have a little bit more feuding. I thought it made sense uh, to have the disciples to want to get their titles back. Along with, uh, also, I remembered that morning that I was like, well, I also want to have LLC involved. So I think having LLC involved going after the titles of the New Day also works versus the disciples. So I did it, all of those things together and
1: uh, squished, it all together.
0: squished it all together. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have the Disciples win here so I can then build properly into what is one of my favorite SummerSlam matches uh, that I've already booked looking at my sh- scorecard here. Dang. Yeah, so a little bit of a tease, but I gave it to the Disciples to get the the Raw Tag Team Championships back, baby.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Yes.
0: Thoughts on that, Mikey? Thoughts? I, you said- I love it.
1: For me, it was a little bit of a swerve. Like I said, I thought it was going to be LLC, the way you've been building them up, and uh, them wanting to get that cash money champion's purse. Champion's uh, purse, baby. Uh, I thought it was for sure going to be LLC, or that the New Day was going to retain. Uh, but it's a surprise that the Disciples won, especially with Mastiff just debuting like not even a month ago. Um, big win for him, for sure.
0: Yeah, my thought there was one for uh, to address Mastiff. I sort of wanted, I, 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 you know, part of the reason I also gave it the disciples is that I think having Mastiff win sort of legitimizes to an extent. It's just, it's not, it's just, it's not a single title, you know, it's a tag title. We know how good Murphy is already, but mm-hmm. I think Mastiff also getting getting the titles with Murphy sort of legitimizes why Rollins picked him. Yep. Um. In in kayfabe, I guess, and then I for for LLC, uh, i they're not their times their time isn't ready yet. I have more to do with them, mm. so until they get the titles, so I, I got plans. It's just a matter of time before LLC yeah. cashes in their stocks. Does that Either. make sense?
1: <laughs> it does indeed. Does
0: cash in their stocks make sense? <laughs> do you cash in <laughs> stocks?
1: Do you catch in stocks? Here, sir, take these stocks, please.
0: Sir, please, have these stocks. Sir,
1: please, the stocks.
0: Well, let's go into the mid-card of our pay-per-view here, Mikey. We're right in the middle of the pay-per-view. We have the Universal Championship, Randy Orton defending his title against Braun Strowman. Talk to us about this match and who's winning.
1: So this match uh, did happen already uh, all the way back at Backlash uh, was our mid-event where Randy Orton took on Braun Strowman for the Universal title. And Randy Orton did end up retaining with a little help from the demon, uh, and reversing a running power slam into an RKO, which was cool. Obviously,
0: uh, just the Mikey genius of uh, <laughs> just awesome moves.
1: Uh, but yeah, so that feud has been there. They've been uh, there's been a little heat on both of them. Uh, they a couple weeks ago, Braun Strowman talked to GM Page and got him and Drew McIntyre a tag team match against Randy Orton and the Demon, in which if they won, Braun Strowman got his title match and Drew McIntyre got his match against the Demon later tonight Mm -hmm. in the Extreme Rules match. Uh, So this match is a result of all of those things. And And, in this one... And not only that, but uh, if
0: I'm not mistaken, the Demon is not allowed to be at ringside for this match.
1: Yes, the Demon is barred from ringside, which is and it's the same rules for... The Demon and Drew McIntyre's match, Randy Orton is not allowed to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, this is just a one on one match between Randy Orton and Braun Strowman in which Randy Orton does pick up the victory yet again. What? <laughs> oh, my Against God. Braun Strowman. Oh, you got to be kidding but, me. But he wins not with an RKO, but with a punt kick.
0: Oh. Okay okay i imagine the close finish for braun was braun going for the running power slam orton trying to reverse it into an rko he
1: like throws him off
0: yes joe yes joan throws him off then does some sort of cool move to bring Mm -hmm. him home randy orton wins at the punt kick god dang randy orton has held on to this united states championship i want to see if i can pull up universe universe whatever Whatever, I'm going to go to our, our beautifully crafted website
1: HTBpod.com he, right now He wins, and while you're looking that up I'm going to explain why I, uh, As much as I like Braun Strowman I don't think he's the one I don't think he's the big name To end this super long title run Orton has had
0: Interesting Do you have that name in your head? or, or I do Okay. And why is it Sami Zayn?
1: <laughs> because he has the money in the bank, obviously. Oh,
0: of course. Let me see. I have to ask that. I is is Sami Zayn cashing in today?
1: Uh, maybe. May- what do you no, mean, maybe? maybe? No, he's not. No, he's not <laughs> I really was good. like, he's just doing it right now, or he's not doing it at all. No, he's not cashing in today.
0: Randy Orton has held on to this Universal Championship since August 11th, 2019.
1: Randy Orton going on almost a year. As the universal oh my God! Champion. I
0: didn't even think about that. He is legit. almost oh, he's he is he is very a long, close. A
1: little over. He is like less than a month away from a year as the universal champion.
0: Oh, damn! When is I gotta look it up now? When is SummerSlam? Is that past the year? Oh, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous over here, Mikey. Why
1: are you getting nervous? You're know. Having a year long title run is cool. It is cool. It is cool. I'm just nervous because especially it's like... especially since. Uh, for like half of that, the results of his title matches were random.
0: True. <laughs> True. It, it For a lot of it, it was a flip of a coin. Yeah. SummerSlam is going to be August 23rd. So he will be a little past a year at SummerSlam, assuming he can hold on to his title by then.
1: Mm hmm.
0: He just has to make it. If, Sa- if Sammy Zane's not cashing in this night, Randy Orton just has to make it through one, two, three smackdowns wait three three smackdowns that's how long angela dawkins is back
1: (laughs) (gasps) new number one contender quick writers get on it go go go
0: (laughs) just build it build it up immediately oh my god that's awesome i well i like it i i think that's a solid decision mikey uh i yeah i'm i'm very interested i have ideas about who eventually is going to take the title off of randy but honestly, I still don't. I, I can't be certain. Like, if I had to pitch, I would probably say it could. I mean, it really depends. If McIntyre wins tonight, I have to imagine it's probably gonna be McIntyre again. No, because he can't.
1: Dang it, he can't. Why can't he?
0: Because he because he lost at uh what was it Money in the Bank, right?
1: I never said that was permanent. We had this conversation before.
0: Oh, you're right. If McIntyre wins, he gets a WWE Championship match, but nothing happens if he loses. Yeah. So he can challenge again. I never said
1: he couldn't challenge ever again. Okay.
0: So it could be McIntyre. There is constantly, because I know you, constantly in the back of my brain, I'm thinking Kevin Owens.
1: I mean... Like you said, it's me. Kevin Owens is always an option. <laughs> That's
0: fair. It's like it's like breaking case of emergency. It's like yeah, it's,
1: it's like just just look things, at your United States things, title three match last life week. Certain. Death taxes Mikey Kevin Owens.
0: Just look at your United States title match last week. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like ah, oh, I need a match. I need a match. Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah, Kevin Owens.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Plus, well, plus it's like I I have to imagine there's something happening with Kevin Owens because Sami Zayn is involved as well. Mhm. I just
1: I just don't know. But
0: also Sami Zayn said that he could challenge for any title. So I don't know <laughs> what's happening there either. Oh, He's going
1: to challenge for the women's title now. I
0: knew it. Him versus Bailey. That honestly probably be a good match. Probably a good intergender match. Hey man. Okay, well, that's a solid Universal title match, Mikey. Let's move into the next match, which is a triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. It is, of course, the champion John Morrison defending his title against both the Miz and Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikey, I got to say this match is a triple threat. It's no sort of a uh, you know gimmick stipulation, but of course, it is a triple threat. So no DQs are just natural in it. Yep. I was going to originally make this match a no disqualification match until I realized it's a remembered that it's a triple threat match and that does not matter. <laughs> uh, so just to say, there is lots of weapon usage throughout yeah. this match. Um, of course, okay. a lot of you know a lot of this.
1: It is extreme rules.
0: It is extreme rules. Plus, a lot of the build towards this match has been Morrison being sort of a chicken shit heel using chair shots to retain his title via disqualifications. So, Dang. he is he now, because it's a triple threat, he lost that opportunity to sort of find a way to disqualify himself from the title. Dang. Or to retain the title. So, without further ado, i got to say, though, there is going to be a new champion yet again.
1: A new champion? Yes.
0: Get your stocks... Ready to cash, baby, because we're put, going all in on red. And by red, I mean the hair of the new IC champion, Sheamus.
1: Whoa, it's a shameful Sheamus. thing. Sheamus goes from getting arrested on Raw, Lobster Head, to winning the Universal Cha- to winning the Intercontinental Championship. Yes,
0: Sheamus. What
1: a turnaround!
0: And not only that, Mikey. Sheamus, oh yeah, got the R-Truth segment, Hard truth segment (laughs) of getting arrested by R-Truth. He is the new IC champion. And not only that, Mikey, not only does it go from being arrested to suddenly the IC title holder, he now has officially become a Grand Slam champion. The IC title was the title that's eluded him in his entire career. But with this win, Sheamus is officially a Grand Slam champion.
1: Grand Slam baby. Seamus did it.
0: Yes. So congrats to Seamus on getting the title. shame
1: of fame. Lobster Grand.
0: I thought it was Lobster Head. I thought that was the gimmick.
1: Well, it's Lobster Grand because he's the Grand Slam champion.
0: Oh, I see. (laughs) Then I'm I'm on board then. I'm back around. You've turned me back around. Yeah, so Seamus, I've given him the title. Why have I given him the title? Uh, For reasons I cannot say yet, honestly. All
1: right. All right, I'll, see.
0: I'll there, see. There are reason there. Yeah, I, there, I, I was well,
1: it on bated breath and see.
0: I was originally planning on giving the title to Miz, since it's been this whole thing for months, but I had an idea to do something with another wrestler, and I felt that to do that, I needed a heel IC champion, and I didn't want it to be Morrison anymore. So, Seamus, there you go.
1: All right, all right. So there you go, Seamus. I like it.
0: Uh Let's keep going. Let's keep the chain rolling, Mikey.
1: Next up, a match I have been very excited for. Roman Reigns versus The Fiend in an Inferno match. Ryan, take us away, buddy. I've
0: been building this match. Someone
1: is getting fired. Someone
0: is getting fired. That's been basically the story is that someone's getting fired. Uh... Because the idea was that, you know, many moons ago, Bray Wyatt was going after Roman Reigns because he's now he's now become corporate Bray Wyatt re- mm-hmm. representing uh, his, you know, Vince McMahon, I guess, in that corporation idea. Uh, it's like a corporate ministry gimmick, folks. Um so Bray Wyatt has been saying like, Oh, you're getting fired. And Vincent, McMahon doesn't like you. And we don't like you. So we're going to have to fire you. Um, and basically what ha- the whole firing thing as well happened when he was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, I have to get rid of you because the boss wants to get rid of you. And then Roman Reigns lost or sorry, Roman Reigns beat Bray Wyatt, you know, corporate funhouse Bray Wyatt, uh, at money, in the bank. So then it turned into that. Well, he didn't like that. He being the fiend and the fiend, and Vince, and me, you're going to get fired, which turned into an Inferno match. I stumbled into this match stipulation, Mikey. Uh, when I when I created the corporate Bray Wyatt, I did not think I would be creating an Inferno match, but I stumbled into it, and I was like, it's too perfect to not do it, so I'm doing it's, it's,
1: it. It's there. It's just right out in the open. Yes,
0: plus you got that whole mm-hmm. Astor Black angle, which is also the the... Albatross around Roman Reigns' neck Um But however here Mikey I will reveal the answer To this result Uh And it's a big one
1: A big one
0: The Fiend wins
1: Roman Reigns has been set ablaze And has Fired
0: Yes Roman Reigns has been fired He's been set ablaze Probably his leg or something I don't know his boot. His boot. He doesn't have he doesn't... his bulletproof vest. His his wet hair. Is uh, his bulletproof
1: vest also fire retardant?
0: That I don't know. That's this matches. This match is, this match the is made to fit. Find uh, out. The
1: fiend being the monster he is, replaced Roman Reigns' shampoo with kerosene.
0: Aha! Jokes on you.
1: Got him. Got him.
0: Yeah. So uh, the the fiend gets the wind here, and why is that a big decision for me, Mikey? Because. Uh, the fiend has defeated something, someone. Um, that's and no, well, that's you. You laugh, but you know us.
1: It just—it's just the way you said it. Like the fiend actually won a match. <laughs>
0: like, oh, I don't mean it like that. What I mean to say is that, like,
1: that's what it sounded like when you said he that. actually defeated someone. He... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This
0: jobber of this, this this
1: jobber finally won something.
0: This this doink the clown remake. Has uh, finally done something with his life. No, it's it's not only that he this jobber has won a match. It's the idea that uh, us us as us fiend heads know. Um, as fiend
1: heads is that what you're called? Yeah, are that's you what the fan what base is, Fire, is called. Are you not called the Fireflies anymore?
0: No, of course not. We're Firefly gimmick is over. That's that swamp that swamp thing, uh, Bray Wyatt. We're we're a bunch of fiend heads now. The fireflies. No, I'm throwing it away. I'm I'm to speak for all fiend heads.
1: Firefly funhouse. Who do you think the fun ho- the funhouse is for? The fireflies. Anyways, they're not that yet.
0: Anyways, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so us fiend heads know, uh, us firefly fiend heads know that uh, you know what happens when uh, the fiend wins a match, uh, and more specifically, what happens to their opponent. And that's all I say on the subject and we move on
1: roman reigns got burned alive and died
0: yes but roman reigns is officially dead he's canonized
1: roman reigns part that's put into the alumni section man i just <laughs> thought
0: of a great would it wouldn't a great beginning would that be no nah, that'd be awful <laughs> would it be awful yeah that'd be awful
1: if if like before if like before extreme rules even aired mysteriously roman reigns got moved to the alumni section
0: no i was gonna say if like Ray Wyatt opened up RAW like throwing out Roman's ashes.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: <laughs> and I was like, that'd be awful. And then, I, but the reason I was like, I was not, I was second guessing myself, is like, I mean, to be fair, they did the whole Undertaker CM Punk thing, where sure. it was
1: literally. Well, sh- oh yeah, they did. So there was one point where CM Punk like dumped him out, right?
0: Yeah, and not only that, but the idea was that like Paul Bearer recently died, <laughs> and then he did that,
1: so. <laughs> it like I was like, well it's not it's not Nothing. real. They won't, won't skip on making a buck for sure.
0: Yeah, it's not real, it's, it's K fabe here, but I
1: don't kayfabe. know. K fabe.
0: I have a different show opener in mind anyways. Uh yeah, so and that's it that happens in this match. Mikey, any questions, I guess? how thoughts on the <laughs> results? You've been you've been wanting this match for a while now.
1: No, I I i love the result i love the fiend winning i love roman reigns getting set ablaze for this match i love the fact that you brought back an inferno match it's very fiendish mm-hmm. um i'm stoked it was great it, it's not honestly it's the result i expected but like sometimes that's the route you gotta go sometimes going the expected route isn't always a bad thing yeah i, I would agree like, You don't. you don't always need the swerve you know i agree i agree
0: yeah, yeah. Originally, I was maybe considering Roman Reigns, but I think where I'm going, I think it makes sense for the Fiend,
1: anyways. Yeah, I like it.
0: Uh, okay, well then, let's move into the next match, which is a tables match to decide a new SmackDown Women's Champion. It could, will it be the original Women's Champion Bailey, or will it be former Women's Champion
1: Oscar? So we have Bailey versus Oscar in a tables match. This, uh, this match came to be after backlash when Bailey. I believe, won the SmackDown Women's Championship against Asuka, and Asuka wasn't quite happy about that. Uh, she ended up attacking Bailey next week, and the two have been fighting since. Um, and they have just been absolutely kicking the crap out of each other, putting each other through various tables.
0: Yes. Announce and or otherwise.
1: Yeah. Announce and or otherwise. Announce uh, led...
0: contract. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Which led Bailey to call for a tables match here, and Hence, this match was born. And in this match, Bailey does retain her title when she puts Asuka through a table with a Bailey to belly off the top rope.
0: I think I think that's a solid choice. I think that's a solid decision. I think I I I, I definitely agree with that one. As much as I love Asuka, I think Bailey retaining and moving on, I think is a good solid choice for
1: Bailey here. Yes.
0: Does this does this sort of you know we sort of alluded to earlier? Does this mean that you're sort of looking at the idea of Flair versus Bailey for the title at SummerSlam?
1: Flair, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Flair versus Bailey is definitely a plan coming up. Okay, uh, but I do have a twist
0: on that. A twist, you say? A twist. A twist. We're going to have them play Twister.
1: Ryan, this isn't 1990s anymore. Come on, bud.
0: Correct answer. <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying to cancel you, and I decided, and, and, you, and you passed.
1: <laughs> I passed the test. I passed the cancel test. Yeah.
0: Um, it, well, passing the cancel test would probably be you get canceled, right? So, so you failed. Fail the test? Yeah, do you want to pass the cancel test? I don't
1: know. I, like... thought, I thought passing was you don't get canceled. And Maybe if you it. fail, you do get canceled.
0: Whatever it is. I think it's a solid choice. I think Bailey winning is a solid, solid move here. Well, let's move on to the next match: the semi-main, the Demon Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre in an Extreme Rules match. As we mentioned earlier, Orton is banned from ring- ringside. Uh, I, this has been a rivalry that has been brewing, brewing for over a year, yeah. almost two.
1: Maybe I was about to say. I don't think this needs much of uh, much of a preface like the other ones do. This has been like this has been the. The rivalry. This has been the Sami Zayn-Kevin Owens. This has been the Undertaker-Edge. This has been...
0: Cena-Punk. Cena Cena-Punk,
1: yeah. This has been the rivalry of the past couple of years. This has been the big one.
0: Yeah, this basically has basically started maybe in twenty late 2018. Mm-hmm. So about a year and a half ago. This has been a... These and-
1: two... Fucking hate each other. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. All any preface we can do for it is literally just like replaying a lot of the like almost yeah, the this entire been, catalog. It, this the has books.
1: been building since the beginning of this show. Like not like not even like this has just been building since the beginning of when we started the show. This has been a big exactly. rivalry like all throughout hit the books history. Yeah. And. In this match, this extreme rules match. Anything, anything goes. Anything goes. Drew McIntyre comes out on top and beats wow. the demon, beats his demon, and finally, finally finishes his hunt of the demon.
0: Wow. Wow. Big pop. Okay. Big pop from me, but from the crowd. McIntyre gets and the this win. This I...
1: when Drew McIntyre uh, takes the steel steps and shoves him in the turnbuckle. Okay. He throws the demon into them and then hits him with a claymore while his head is on the steel stairs.
0: Oh my
1: god! He wants to make sure this is fucking over. He's not playing games, <laughs> not today
0: oh my god oh my god give me that 30 minute match baby
1: this is gonna i now there's been matches on this show where i'm like damn i wish i could see that one like for real this is one of those matches where i want nothing more like not not like not like just throw them together i want like I wish we can, like, see this build play out and see this final Extreme Rules match, like, for real, like, in real life. I Mm -hmm. wish with all of my heart I could see this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I 100% agree. Yeah, I I think this is great. I think, you know, where does... Where does Balor go from here? Where does McIntyre go from here? I think that's the ultimate question for me. McIntyre
1: does leave again taking his final trophy
0: really I was about to ask address. oh perfect I was about to ask that was going to be a follow up question yeah I th- it, to me will this rivalry ever return I guess it's ultimately up to you mm-hmm. uh, for, I mean at, at the very least in the upcoming months <laughs> Uh, I mean because it can obviously return down the line but dang that is that's a solid. If it is the ending, a solid ending, Mikey.
1: Yeah, I I I figured at this point I'm making any time the demon and Drew McIntyre have a match, I try to make it or I I want even even when it was just us, I want us to make it like it's gonna be the last one, just in case it ends up being.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, there is something also to say that like you know when. When Paul Heyman was hired on to work on Raw, he said that like, you know, he needs eighteen to twenty four months to build up new stars. Mm-hmm. We have been building up Mac because remember, we started the show, folks, in twenty eighteen, following SummerSlam twenty eighteen. Uh where McIntyre I can go back in the real life card for McIntyre maybe. Yeah. Um let's see here. I mean obviously we all remember we all remember what Balor was doing, and that was nothing. <laughs> Ultimately that was nothing. Um let's see, let's see here. Uh yes, McIntyre was just Dolph with Dolph Ziggler um uh, back in twenty eighteen. Finn Balor defeated Baron Corbin in a minute thirty five. I believe as the demon as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what they were doing back in 2018, and um, they weren't basically they weren't doing much. And so we sort of in 2018 decided, you know what, we're going to push these guys. And you know, like Paul Heyman say said, it takes 18 to 24 months. Mikey, it's been basically 24 months. Would you argue that Balor and McIntyre are? Assuming this is the real life, new stars. I w- do you think do you think we've successfully built them up to be new stars for this promotion? I would
1: say we have. Uh, the thing about Balor is that he did have quite a long setback for us. That is
0: true. A lot of this rivalry has been pushed, put become two years because Balor was gone for like so many. Balor was gone
1: for how how long? Like twenty something. months? So like almost a year or almost two years. Mm-hmm. By like by itself, yeah. Like Balor got hurt early on in our show, and it like we just got him back. Like what? Like a a, like ago? yeah, a couple months ago. Like it was after we split. Yeah, but it was like
0: 2019, season, early 2019. Season three,
1: episode four. Finn Balor returns. Oof. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's also a great point. Is that <laughs> so? I guess maybe the ultimate question is maybe less so. Balor, but would we argue that McIntyre has become a brand new star? I feel like
1: McIntyre has been our star for a while. The way, the way we've been agree. building Bal- uh, McIntyre, he's been our star for a while. He's like we we even like we would check the results of the polls on which matches were the best, and consistently McIntyres were the best, and they got the highest votes. McIntyre was our biggest draw for a long time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Is that he, he has always been high up there for you know when we used to do those polls. I mean, even when, I mean, I can even look at, I still have, do I still have all that data? Let me see if I have all that data. Uh, yeah, I still have all that data of when we did all those polls and I broke it down like all this stuff. I did get a lot of information out of that, which I always found exciting. But McIntyre. Um, was still fairly high up. Like he was consistently high up on the, uh, let's say, rankings. You know those those rankings, consistently. And even in our new rankings, Mc, McIntyre is high up there. McIntyre is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I started doing those power rankings on HTBPod.com. He has been number one. He's been number one since money, when I started doing it in Money in the Bank. So he's that was his second pay per view as number one. Mm-hmm. Uh was Backlash. And, you know, with this win, I have to imagine he's gonna be number one yet again. Yeah. Uh and, you know, assuming he's going to SummerSlam, potentially challenging Orton, you know, I could see him you know, I can honestly see him winning if that's the case.
1: I I think so too. It's just a it's a big for us McIntyre has been a huge project and I th- and he's definitely had the payoff we was the WWE champion for God's sake like we yeah. we were there uh, and then he got injured and had to relinquish it Didn't Yeah, why well, I mean, he never actually he never actually lost it correct he
0: never actually lost
1: it um and I just want to say one more thing about this match uh there was this shot I had in mind that I forgot to talk about. It's, Please it's hit me. McIntyre holding up the headdress, uh, looking dead at the camera. And then we cut to a shot of backstage where Orton is watching the match. Ooh. And, Ooh. and Orton just looks petrified. <laughs> oh,
0: that's perfect. Oh, Mikey, I see what you're doing here. You are officially doing it. Orton McIntyre. Not only that, the you know, based on the result of this match and how brutal it was, I have to imagine that Balor probably won't make it to Summerslam. Probably not.
1: <laughs> oh but man! Neither will Braun Strowman. Neither will Braun funded. Strowman. This
0: is true. So, These are facts.
1: We might have a yeah. So up for so, a clean one-on-one between McIntyre and Orton here.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that's a. Yeah, I I don't know what it. I feel like McIntyre has been someone that we originally were like we have great ideas for and want, and want to push him, and we did push him. And I would argue that, you know, if this was real life, I would argue that McIntyre would officially be like a big star. Mm-hmm. And and ba- even on the, off of that, you're, he's then facing Randy Orton, who has held the title, you know, if he held it by SummerSlam. I don't know why I said it like that. Over a year, <laughs> ahead, being a quiet. heel this entire time yeah being a heel for one year with the title you know there's something there's very much something to that idea of like you know Orton McIntyre that's a that is like I there's a podcast I listen to Voices of Wrestling and they sort of talk about like the issue of WWE currently is that they have no stars they have no dream matches like if you were to you know think about it right now Like think real life WWE right now. What is a dream match that you can put together, legitimately right now? It's incredibly hard, right? I I don't know, and I would I would say that this McIntyre Orton match, which is probably also what's going to happen in real life. Looking back
1: at WWE, dream match I would really want the revival versus the Young Bucks. Oh wait, (laughs) we might.
0: Oh Oh, wait. wait. I mean, yeah. I
1: mean, I mean can we just yes, real quick sidebar I'm so excited for that match anyway <laughs> I, whenever it happens whenever it does happen I'm assuming they're trying to hold it off as long as they can because that match I don't care what happens I don't care they can, they, they can hold it off as long as they fucking need to that match needs to happen in front of people yes
0: yeah I would agree the first time those two, the happens. first
1: time those two tag teams square off, it needs to happen in front of fans. Agreed, because it would agree. be. Oh my god! I'm picturing it now. Can you hear the fucking pop, Ryan? Yeah, it, I feel like it's one can of those matches where it's the gonna stars start? falling from the sky and Dave Meltzer's pockets. It's gonna be like a 12 star match.
0: I can imagine that match starting with fans chanting, "This is awesome."
1: Yeah, it's like they're going to be standing in the ring and it's immediately just going to be this is awesome chance. Yeah.
0: I can I can easily see that. But yeah, I think I think you've done, you've done a great job with McIntyre here, Mikey, to bring it back home here. I think McIntyre is a legit star on this in this promotion. I think we've done a great job. And I and and I think there's also the story about McIntyre and I obvious and there's the obvious bias in the fact that like we've been building him up and and stuff. But, like, I'm trying to come at it as unbiased as possible. And we had, and like you said, you brought up the data points as well when we were building him up in the back in the day, that, like, people liked his matches and people liked what we were doing with him. So there's evidence that's saying that we were doing a good job. I mean, there's a whole thing about, like, we've been doing this for two years, Mikey, and the whole, like, impetus of the idea was, like, you know, putting your money where your mouth is, about, like, oh, everyone's like, oh, I can book better than... SmackDown or Raw or whatever and we're like okay then well, we'll do it you know we'll go out there and book
1: all these matches and stuff not to say we haven't had uh, not to say we haven't had our our uh, our duds for sure
0: no we've 100% had so many
1: duds but I but... feel like, I feel like what, what's what we've had that's good has been great all around I think we've done a very good when we've done good we've done very good but of course every, we've all had our duds it's hard, yeah. it's hard to avoid yeah, we
0: And we'll admit, our, we'll admit to our The duds. Eric and
1: Eric. Yeah. <laughs> the Eric, the
0: Eric. Why don't we do that? Why don't we, why don't we make it Lion, line Tamer, gimmick? Why don't we just do it with Eric and Eric and their two dunces? Eric and Eric.
1: All right. Instead of talking about our downfalls and all of our history with uh, Drew McIntyre and whatnot, let's, go... let's talk about we, new let's, history. Let's go talk about new history. Let's go into our main event of Extreme Rules, Ryan.
0: Let's talk about a new star that's been building. Main event, Brock Lesnar versus Keith Lee for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Talking about stars from the past, building over two years. See, Talking the, about new stars. All the
1: WWE Universe is giving Keith Lee their energy. Yes. Raising their hands. Limitless
0: Limitless, energy, limitless energy. Spirit
1: bomb against the big baddie. It's just like an episode of Dragon Ball Z, folks. And Brock Lesnar is Final Form Frieza. For
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this match is like... I mean, it's a Brock Lesnar match, so I was gonna, I was gonna say like, oh yeah, this match is like thirty, forty minutes, but that was like, oh, it's also a Brock Lesnar match. Probably be so. like ten minutes. <laughs> it's probably ten minutes, but it's still gonna be a Brock Lesnar match where he sells things to death and it's, like, just looks, it's just actually legitimately awesome. Brock
1: Lesnar is so swingy for me.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? Sometimes
1: he's great, sometimes he's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, I think it's part of it is like he needs the proper person to get him motivated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: which is part of the, a lot of the problem as well, with Brock. Yeah. But uh, when like, when it's like Brian or Balor or Styles, Brock really goes hard. To, or McIntyre. He really does a good job of selling mm-hmm. it all. But, yeah, so there's a lot of that. Keith Lee, of course, gets very close with the Spirit Bomb, goes for the Moon Moonsault, uh, F5s, yada, yada, yada. All that stuff is in here. Really what we want to know is the result, Mikey, and the result is that... Brock Lenzer retains the WWE championship by defeating Keith Lee.
1: Oh, yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. I was not expecting that. I was expecting the big moment for Keith Lee here.
0: No, it does not happen here. Uh, Keith Lee loses the match. Yeah. Sorry to end the episode on a sour note. No, it it makes uh, sense.
1: Keep Brock Lesnar dominant. Um, it is Extreme Rules. We're going into SummerSlam. So if we're going to have anything big happen, I feel like... You know, SummerSlam's the place.
0: Yeah, and I have... I do have a, another match planned for the WWE Championship at SummerSlam, obviously. Um, and I like that match as well. So, you know, this isn't the last we'll see if... I can promise you this much, Mikey. It's not the last we'll see of Keith Lee in the WWE Championship picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole idea for me, for Keith Lee, was to build him up to this point he's not gonna win yet but he's going to look very good to get people this is one of those moments where everyone's gonna be like you gotta put this this is key fleas the greatest and it's like no why not you you build up all this cachet i'm not gonna burn it all you know, people, internet, it's going to be, it's one of those results that's going to like upset internet fans because it's like, why not Keith Lee? You've been pushing him hard. And it's like, well, no, I'm, I, I think there's a better moment for Keith Lee to potentially win something down the line than extreme rules. So, uh, we'll see what happens with Keith Lee. But plus, I got many more stories to tell with Brock. You know, we have that, we, we flirted with that AJ Styles. There is obviously Brock Lindsay attacked Sheamus that one time a while ago. Um, you know, there's other things, I, and obviously there's the whole Roman Reigns situation of Brock Lesnar as well. Mm. So I got, I got ideas. So don't you worry, folks. Hopefully, I didn't upset people too much.
1: I, I mean, I like it. Like I said, it sets up. I, th- I feel like this sets up big for SummerSlam. Whether yes. whether Keith Lee is Brock's challenger again or Brock gets a new challenger, either way, this sets up big for SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, and then and then, like I said, like I said, the top of the show is that a lot of my raw side of the card is setting up for SummerSlam. Uh, I you know every match I have here, if I'm not mistaken, except for one, except for one match, which I guess I, <laughs> except for one match, it does not everything sets up for SummerSlam. Mm. But the one match I just I haven't written down as <laughs> I just have no idea what I'm going to do with it yet. <laughs> I have the one title written down. I'm like I don't know what to do with it yet. I just know it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I know it's being defended. uh But yeah, I I have ideas and I I hope I can't wait for it. Uh, you know, plus plus the story's not over with Keith Lee. Um, but yes, that is it for this uh episode, of this card reveal of Extreme Rules. I hope everyone enjoyed it. But of course, we're not yet done, folks. Uh, It is a pay-per-view, and like we said, we like to keep things realistic here. You know, injuries can happen in real life, so why can't they happen in our show? Uh, Just like um, Vince McMahon being upset for no gosh darn reason, or a bunch of other controversies and whatnot. Like Mikey said, nagging injury. Um, So, you know, every week at the end of our shows that come out on Friday, where we do Raw and SmackDown, uh the audience votes in a poll that's on our Twitter at hit the books pod where they could vote which card they thought was better. Did you think Raw was better or did they think SmackDown was better. So uh when it comes to pay-per-views, obviously, you know, because we have to you know it's we're recording this in the middle of a live poll. We can't tell you what's gonna happen. We can't have you vote like that. Yeah. So instead, both of us are gonna have to roll on each other to see what happens. We're having two rolls here, folks. And if you're rolling Mikey you know, Anything bad will affect me, and if you're rolling my key, anything good will affect you. So if you get like an NXT call-up, you get an NXT call-up, dude. So uh, without further ado, are you ready to mess of each other, mess of each other's cards, and see what
1: happens? Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be thrilling, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> you say this with with slight hesitation. I'm
1: terrified. It, I, didn't, I didn't want the randomizer to see my fear, but thanks for pointing it out.
0: <laughs> the moment the moment it smell it's like a shark the moment it smells fear exactly. well, that's what it does oh i got a great one oh, no. <laughs> i got a great one mikey okay i got a great one for you uh but i gotta i'm gonna look over at the card so i can think for a second
1: did you roll the randomizer as well i have not yet i was seeing what you rolled first <laughs> i have i have well, i have one for you
0: Okay, would you like to reveal yours first, or should I reveal mine first?
1: Um, I'll do mine first, since yours sounds like it's bigger than mine is. Sure. Ryan, I have rolled a randomizer, and the randomizer has decided that you need to include a match interference. A wrestler interferes with a match.
0: (sighs) Match interference. A wrestler interferes with a match. And before you
1: say it, no, I'm not going to count Shorty G, because that was post-match.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Well, I can run down it right now. I think Brian Andrade obviously doesn't make any sense. Morgan Ripley, Bliss, Nat- Nia Jax. The only person that would make sense there would be Baszler. But for the story I want to tell, I don't think that's a good idea per se. Because if, because then it's like if Baszler wins, cashes in, you know, yeah. and wins the title then like what happens to that whole sti- stipulation and it's like my that whole like story has been lost okay it's just for sort of like a tease there's the fatal four-way which you know I, who what lucha house party is gonna <laughs> attack like what's happening hmm. here there's ms morris and sheamus which there's not many really many other people that can really be involved in that match that has any reason to be involved in that match Archer. maybe Archer. andrade R-Truth is going to come in and arrest Sheamus. Um, maybe Andrade, but I don't know. Then you got Roman Reigns' Fiend. And I, you know, I guess in theory, but there's also, they're surrounded by fire, so no. I think the only match I can have an interference in is Brock Lesnar, or Keith Lee, Mikey. Interesting. And I think that's there's only a one big
1: per- match to have one in.
0: And I think there's only one person that makes sense to interfere in this match.
1: Oh yeah, who do you got?
0: It's got to be AJ Styles. Whoa, that's fair. I don't think that. I don't think that uh, AJ Styles is. Um, the reason Keith Lee loses. But I think he definitely interferes in the match, which helps it's lead eventually. A, it's definitely a factor. Yeah, he eventually leads to Keith Lee losing. Mm-hmm. He's not the sole reason. Yeah, I, I think legitimately that's the only thing that makes sense. It might actually help my story moving forward. So I'll take that, I'll take that randomizer roll and use it to my advantage, Mikey. Yes.
1: Let's see what we got.
0: Now, your result, Mikey, and I love it. <laughs> it's a, it's a new randomizer that came up in the in the split season era, season 3 baby. Oh no. We got Pickhams. Oh no. Change the result oh, of one of the no. others' matches. Uh. I can now change any match result I want. Uh, they're all, that it that they're of all yours. Huge. <laughs> Totally up to me. Total, the power's in my hands. All right. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I could do a lot of damage here. I can change it to Street Profits damage. win. I yeah, I can change it to Street Profits win. You know, and then have, and have just... no
1: no title defenses at all or title builds for like weeks.
0: Basically, no champion for three weeks. Ugh. I can have Samoa Joe retain, which. I don't think does as much damage. It you know.
1: sucks though.
0: It's yeah, it sucks because it's not what you wanted to do. I can have Braun win the title, which just ruins the whole SummerSlam potential match. I can have the Balor win, which ruins a whole potential SummerSlam match. But like I said, I like those two, so I don't necessarily know if I want to do that. I can have Asuka win back the title. I can have Riot beat Flair. Um but what do I wanna do here? What do I wanna do what do I wanna get my mitts into? Hmm. hmm. Hmm hmm. What do I pick?
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I do have one in mind. Oh man. And I don't think it's not bad. It's honestly not bad. And I I don't know if it'll help you. And it, well, it won't. None of the things will help you. Uh, but I think I think it makes sense for me because I like this person a lot. I really wish you pushed them a little bit more, Mikey. So why not I help you give a little push oh, no. towards that direction? No, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm just gonna have Ruby Riot win instead of Charlotte.
1: Fully. Okay, I can work with that. Yeah, I'm sure I can make something out of that. Yeah, I was. You can. You can I'm make not something. gonna lie. I was on the fence about that match. Uh, mm-hmm. in general.
0: Yes, and that that was the match. I was like, I I, I heard in my voice at the beginning where I'm like. Okay, okay, Charlotte Flair, Ruby Riot winning. I like, I like Ruby Riot. Uh, I think it helps that era aspect as well. And, you know, Riot Bailey could be interesting. It does hurt a lot, Flair. Flair, you know, but then... Now I think about it, there is the idea that this wasn't a number one contenders match, so you can eventually make a number one contenders match. Charlotte Flair gets the third win to get her win back, then challenge Bailey. So ultimately, you can ultimately fix your situation. But uh, I'm going to have Riot win on the pay-per-view.
1: All right. All right. Let's see where this goes.
0: I, I'm not going to be uber mean. I, like I said, I'm not going to have Orton McIntyre lose because I think that works. I think I'm definitely going like... to
1: have Riot play it up now, though.
0: That's fine. I would love that. Remember I want Riot old, to get the push those, deserves. those
1: old era segments where it used to be all of them backstage and they'd be just talking trash about their opponent? It's going to have yeah. one of those, Riot's right? going to be like sitting in the throne. <laughs> Perfect. Like Perfect. a crown on, just like, well, well, well.
0: <laughs> Who's the queen now? yeah If you got to beat the man, if you're going to be the man, you got to beat the man. If you're going to be the queen, you got to beat the queen.
1: Is that how that works? Dethrone. It was a... Uh... They, she overthrew overthrew the royalty.
0: Well, yeah, I, there's going to be some sort of promo where Ruby Riot's just like celebrating eating cake, and she's like, Well, I defeated the queen. She, you know, let them eat cake. You know, some sort of dumb gimmick. Mm-hmm. She's going to be coming. Oh, no. The best thing you could do, Mikey, is to announce the Queen of the Ring tournament and have Ruby Riot win. <laughs> so give her the full gimmick.
1: Mm
0: hmm. That'd be great. But yeah. Ruby Riot, pickums have been decided. I changed your result to Ruby Riot gets the win. I didn't want to mess with you too bad. Um, But I wanted a result. To be honest, it's not that I didn't want to mess with you too bad. This is the match that if I were to change anything, I would have changed this one, anyways. That's fair. Because I like Riot. I like Ruby Riot. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, well, then there we go. That's this week's episode. Uh, Not even this week, this pay-per-view special of Extreme Rules, folks. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode or not even this week's, this pay-per-view special episode of Hit the Books. Um, Of course, we'll be back this upcoming Friday for, of course, that flagship Hit the Books show where Mikey and I will present our own Raw and Smackdown cards um so why don't you go subscribe so that you can make sure to get that episode when it drops we've already announced on the raw side that edge will be returning uh and mikey do you have any idea what's happening on smackdown yet
1: no i have no idea what's happening on smackdown now because ruby riot won instead of charlotte flair so now i gotta switch some of my plans up
0: (laughs) ruby riot was the the linchpin the entire smackdown smackdown show
1: this this opening match that just started getting built on the Go Home Show was, the, was the, <laughs> the, the the most vital part of my yeah. SmackDown comeback show. Well, there we go. Uh,
0: so, yeah, go subscribe to the podcast feed of your choice, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, what have you, to make sure you get that episode when it drops this Friday. And every Friday, uh, of course, you can listen to our sister show, Wrestling with Statistics, which comes out every Monday. sort of goes in-depth on stats and analysis. I say in depth, but really we just sort of talk about review matches through stats and analysis. So go check that ev- out every Monday. We have a special guest on uh, Wrestling with Statistics, so go check that out. You can also go to our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Podcast, and there you can see video versions of both Wrestling Statistics and Hit the Books Podcast. Basically, you're able to listen to it and you know view some cool visuals. Along with that, we also got our 2K Outcomes. You can go check out that backlog along with some backlogs of pay-per-view reviews. Get our thoughts about old WrestleManias, um, and of course, you can follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Um, so go do that, and of course, you can vote in all those polls and everything, and just hear nonsensical ideas about the world of professional wrestling. Uh, Mikey, do you have any any where? Where can people find you, or is there anything else I'm forgetting?
1: Well, Ryan, you forgot to plug us uh, on iTunes, where you can leave a review of five, six stars or more. And let us know if you like the show, what we could be doing better, any ideas that you have, stuff like that. Let us know. We'd love to hear it.
0: Or fi- or six reviews of five stars. You know? Yes. Like if you do that. Or...
1: or five reviews of six stars.
0: Even better. Gotta say, even better. So yeah, leave a review. We greatly appreciate that. Um, so yeah, obviously because it helps other people find our show. We get even more fans that way. It's, it's weird because it's literally just like taking your time do like two minutes and uh it'll, it'll help us out a lot just by doing that um so if you're a fan of the show go check that out uh i think that's it like i said follow us on twitter at hit the books pod uh i guess until next time mikey until we talk this friday uh, uh until then mikey everybody have a good day have a lovely weekend take some time enjoy your time but i still at the end of the day. I've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast.